Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. For unto us, a child is born. For unto us, our Savior is here, and he shall reign forevermore. So come, let us worship and bow down to Christ, our Savior, our King. Amen. Let's praise him tonight together.
to God today. Glory to God. Our scripture is found in Luke, the gospel of Luke, chapter 1, starting at verse 46, which reads, Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. How many of you can say that God is doing great things for you today? He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors to Abraham and his children forever. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the miracle of Christmas. Your word tells us that at the right time, you sent your son to a servant girl who was subject to the law. And because of all that Christ did, for us when he was on earth and when he died and when he rose again and became seated at your right hand that we were adopted not only were we adopted but we were set free from the bondage of the law so we thank you and as your adopted children we are heirs to your eternal kingdom and we can call you Abba Father so as we celebrate the miracle of the birth of our Savior, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. And we'll be forever mindful to praise you, to fall on our faces before you, and to lift your name. In Jesus' name, we offer this prayer. Amen. Hey, CTC family, I'm Lynn, and here's this week's news. Beginning with our Christmas Eve services, we will have a new way for you to connect with our online campus. The address is ctcde.online.church. We will post a link for this on our Facebook page as well as our website. 
Our primary goal in making this switch is to centralize the chat and give our hosts the opportunity to better connect with our online campus attendees. If you would like to be a greeter or host for our online campus, contact Pastor Bill's office and we will get you connected and trained. We also want to make you aware of our weekend worship schedule during the Christmas season. The weekends of December 27th and January 3rd, we will only have our 9 a.m. Sunday service at the Bear Campus, both in person and online. On both of those weekends, we will have our 11 a.m. service at Ellesmere, and we will be hosting our weekly Zoom meeting, Beyond, at 11 a.m. That meeting is designed to be a virtual welcome center where you can ask questions and seek prayer. For more information on these and other events, visit our website at ctcde.net or go to our Facebook page. If you need prayer, you can call the church office at 302-836-2862 or text us at 888-344-1022. You can also email us at prayer at ctcde.net. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. God bless you and have a great week. and welcome to our Christmas Eve celebration. On behalf of Pastor Roger and myself and all the staff here at CTC, we bid you a Merry Christmas and we welcome you this evening. Would you please pray with me? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Almighty God, for the gift of Jesus. As we celebrate on this night, we ask that you will be born anew in our hearts that you would restore your image and likeness in us. Lord, we pray for those who are watching. We ask for blessings on their homes, their households, their families. Lord, we thank you for the generosity of, of everyone who has enabled us to not only continue our ministries this year, but to expand some of them. We have been blessed, Lord, and we know that it is through those who are a part of our family that we are blessed. Lord, we ask you to be with anyone who is sick or suffering on this night, especially those that are suffering from this virus. We just ask for an end to COVID-19, and we ask for a healing of all disease, a wiping away of all tears. And finally, Lord, I ask you to bless Pastor Roger as he delivers the message that you have given him. May the words of his mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing to you, Almighty God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. everybody and Merry Christmas to all of you. It's so good to see all of you. Now, is it a little cloudy in here for you? I think it's a little cloudy for me. It kind of reminds me of the way my day began today. I woke up. I was really in a good mood, but I got into the shower and I couldn't get any hot water to come through the shower and I was freezing cold. I got out of the shower. I got my clothes on and I started to get dressed and my, obviously, my feet were cold, and so I went to look for my socks, and I couldn't find the socks that I wanted. And then the only socks I could find were the kind that get all scrunched up in your toes, and it feels like you're pinching your toes off. I hate that. My children hated that when they were little, and uh, it's awful. It feels like the end of the day, you're, you're cutting your toes off. And things kind of get bad from worse, and my attitude didn't really help. I kept getting sad and, and grumpy and complaining about this and complaining about that. Till finally I realized, you're complaining a lot, Roger. Slow down. Listen to God. Remember that God has a purpose for you. 
And he's got a plan, not just for your whole life in general, but for today. And when we get, allow the clouds to get cleared out of our lives, we can, see <laughs> we can see the sunshine come into our lives. And when we allow Christ to come into our lives, we realize that all is well. When we're young, it's easy for us to get disappointed when we don't get our way. We get sad and angry. But when we realize that we're sad and angry or grumpy, or we notice that other people are like that, we have an opportunity to think about Jesus. He had problems too, but his heavenly Father helped him through them. Now these balloons remind us that we all have sad, depressing days sometimes. But when we remember and listen to God, and we trust God, life changes, and Jesus comes to make all things well. All is well because Jesus is with us. And that sounds like a powerful and a simple statement, but it is powerful, and it is simple, but it also is true. Three little words in one small sentence, but the meaning of these words is life-changing. All is well. It's a declaration of hope and satisfaction, of contentment and joy and peace and comfort. We could list many more, uh, many more words to describe the experience of these three little words. All is well. I think these words are so full of meaning because we also know that the opposite is true. Because many times in life, all is not well. We're looking for things to be made well. Yes, we want to be healthy. We want COVID to go away. We want jobs that provide all of our needs. We want friendships that are meaningful and long-lasting. And we want to be well and live life full of purpose and significance. We need to know that we each are important. But sometimes we get lost in the busyness of life and we wonder, what is this all for? We want justice in our neighborhoods. We want peace in our world. We want joy in our hearts. All is not well in this world. But that is exactly why God gave us his son, Jesus, who we celebrate tonight. As we take time tonight to remember what Christmas is really all about, we remember that Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Joseph didn't experience everything well. They had trouble. Let's take a moment to remember, for example, Joseph. In Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 21, we read this part of his story. It says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. Now, we need to hear that. He didn't want to disgrace her publicly, but he did intend to disgrace her because she, according to him, had disgraced him. Well, let's get back to the text. He didn't want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. Other translations make this more clear, and they say they just, he decided to divorce her. That's because in those days, when you were engaged to, to somebody to be married, it was a legally binding agreement, and the only way you could get out of an engagement was a divorce. Verse 20 says, as he considered this, as he considered divorce, divorcing her quietly, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Why? <laughs> 
because the child within her was conceived of the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son. And you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph learned that Mary was expecting a child before they had been together, he assumed another man was the father, and he was supposed to divorce her. But he didn't want to disgrace her or harm her publicly, which surely would have happened. So Joseph decided to do it privately, but he still decided to end the relationship. That night, while he was dreaming, God sent the angel to explain that Joseph should marry Mary any, anyway and name the child Jesus, because the name Jesus means the Lord saves. Joseph believed the angel was from God, and Joseph obeyed. Because Joseph trusted God, all was well in his soul, and he could do what God was asking him to to do. All was well. Then the day came when when Jesus was born. Again, Mary and Joseph had trouble. And it happened while they were traveling. Let's read that passage from the book of Luke, and this should be familiar to most of us. It says, At that time the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. Now this was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. And he took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Now Mary and Joseph were simply trying to do what was right. They were trying to obey the law. But things changed. All was not well. But then Jesus was born. And he was healthy. And shepherds came from the fields nearby to see him because the angel had visited the shepherds and told them there's a baby born in a manger and he will be the savior of the world. The shepherds ran to see what this was about and they marveled at what God was doing because everything was just as the angels told the shepherds. Now it says, Mary kept all these things in her heart, in her mind, and in her heart. She thought of them often and gave thanks to God. All was well again in Mary's heart. Jesus means the Lord saves. Jesus is the child who comes to bring salvation, wholeness, wellness, health to us now and forever through the forgiveness of sins. And Jesus is the one who reconciles us to our heavenly Father. Jesus saves us from the tyranny of living life in a position or in an atmosphere of our sinfulness. We all have sinned and fallen away from the way that God wants us to live. And that separates us from God forever. But Jesus transforms our minds, our souls, our body. He forgives our sins so that we can enter into that place with God in a relationship right now to have peace with God. Jesus is the child that makes all things well between us and God. A preacher was speaking in a large city when a Nigerian woman who happened to be a physician 
in a great teaching hospital in the United States. This physician from Nigeria stepped out of the crowd to greet the preacher afterward. And she introduced herself using an American name. But the speaker asked, what is your African name? And she said it immediately. It was several syllables long and sounded musical to him, but he couldn't repeat it. And he asked her, what does that name mean? She said, the name means child who takes away the anger. The preacher was curious at why she was given a name like that. So he asked her. And she said, my parents had been forbidden by their parents to marry. But they loved each other so much that they defied the family opinions and they got married anyway. For several years, the entire family shunned them. They ostracized them from both of their families. And then my mother became pregnant with me, she said. When the grandparents held me in in their arms for the first time, the walls of hostility came down. I became the one who swept away the anger in my family. And that's the name my mother and father chose to give me, child who takes away the anger. Jesus is also that child who takes away God's anger toward us because of our refusal to trust in him, because our disobedience to the way he wants us to live. Jesus has been given to us to be the child of reconciliation between you and me and God who made us all. Jesus, this child who we celebrate tonight, is the King of kings, the Prince of peace, the child who reconciles us with God, our loving Heavenly Father and Creator. Is all well with you tonight? Is it well in your soul tonight? Jesus is the child who not only takes all the anger away, Jesus makes all things well. And it's not that everything gets right in the world. It means that we can deal with everything with a sense of peace and hope and satisfaction, trusting in the child who makes all things well. Many of us know the story behind an old, old song. It's a poem. Many of us may have sung that. These words were written by a man named Horatio Spafford, who grieved the death of his two daughters who died in the sinking of an ocean liner in 1873. These words remind us and point us to Jesus, the child who not only takes away our anger but replaces it with peace and who makes all things well. Listen carefully to these words. When peace, like a river, attends my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, you have taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, Though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed his own blood for my soul. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. For me, let Christ, let Christ in me hence to live 
If Jordan above me shall roll, no pain shall be mine. For in death as in life, you will whisper your peace to my soul. But Lord, it is for you, for your coming we wait. The sky, not the grave, is our goal. O trump of the angel, O voice of the Lord, Blessed hope, blessed rest of my soul. And Lord, haste the day when our faith shall be sight. The clouds be rolled back as a scroll. The trump shall resound and the Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my soul. Tonight of all nights, is an invitation to rest in the peace that this child, Jesus, brings to us. So many contradictions about this story, so many contradictions about life, so many times we think, okay, everything is going good, but then there's this problem. So many times we we, we who have faith in Jesus may, for example, make our commitment to Jesus, I'm going to do it your way this time. But then something happens and our sin comes out of us and we find ourselves turning our back on God once again. We can turn around and come back to him. Maybe some of you who are watching tonight are just happening to to come across this broadcast. And I'm asking you the question, is it well with your soul. God has given us this child who we celebrate tonight to make it well with our soul. Among the mayhem of Christmas, among the chatter of children, between the clinking glasses, remember our Lord, our Savior. Trust your troubles to Him. Trust your heart to Him and let Him make your heart and your soul well. Will you join me in prayer as the praise team comes to lead us in a few more songs of praise and thanksgiving for the outpouring of God's love upon the whole world. Father, we thank you for this day, for this time, for this evening. Come. Come into our homes, but more importantly, come into our hearts. Let's not let Jesus be that cute little baby lying in a manger over there or on the shelf or perhaps even under the tree. Jesus, we need you to come into our hearts and change us and transform us from head to toe, from beginning to end. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us. Thank you for giving us purpose. Thank you for clearing the clouds of our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Be glorified in our hearts and grant us your Holy Spirit to live for you now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sometimes it's when we're the most deeply disturbed that God does come in and make it well with our souls. In 1818, There was a church pastor in Austria who was very troubled because he discovered that the organ had been damaged badly by mice and he was worried that Christmas, the Christmas Eve service wouldn't happen. But he gave a poem that he had written to that church organist who set it to some guitar chords and it became one of the most beloved Christmas carols of all time, Silent Night.
thank you for joining us in our worship this evening and we wish you a Merry Christmas. Would you please pray with me? Lord God, heaven and earth joined together on this holy night because of Emmanuel, God with us. As we go forth from this place, may we carry to others that peace of the God who is wonderful, the God who is counselor, the God who is mighty, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Amen, amen, and amen. Stop.